Today is Thursday, February 3rd. The title for our devotional is Generosity Number One. Really outdid myself with that title, I know. For the first few days this week, we've been looking at Paul's charity mission to provide support for the poor in Jerusalem. Today and tomorrow, we'll briefly look at what we learn about charity and generosity and service to one another in the church from these two chapters. First, Today, we're just going to see two. First is our charity and generosity ought to stem from our love for one another. Love for one another should be at the heart of why we serve one another and we're generous towards each other. As we discussed last week, love is to be the cardinal virtue in the Christian life. Also, our love for God is inseparable from our love for one another. Paul mentions the need for love to be the movement of the heart that leads us to action a number of times in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 8, I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. Then chapter 8 verse 24, he says, Therefore show these men the proof of your love and the reason for our pride in you so that the churches can see it. Again, show these men the proof of your love. This has a few important implications that I think we need to draw out. First of all, this giving or serving one another should not be coerced or extracted by force in any way. 2 Corinthians 8, 3-4 For I testify that they gave as much as they were able, and even beyond their ability, entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. Remember, he's talking about a church that was uh, impoverished already in Macedonia, but they still gave. 2 Corinthians 9-7 Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So again, this giving and service to one another should not be coerced or extracted by force. Secondly, giving is a grace or spiritual discipline in a similar similar way to faith, speech, and knowledge. In 2 Corinthians 8, 7, Paul says, But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Number three, our generosity can serve as a self-examination test of our love for one another. Both verses 8 and 24, which I referenced above, emphasize this. Again, verse 24, Therefore show these men the proof of your love. Paul says in verse 8, but I want to test the sincerity of your love with his plea for them to be generous. The fourth implication of how our charity and generosity and service to one another should stem from our love for one another uh, is our generosity as evidence of God's love at work within us will likely result in praise to God. 2 Corinthians 9, 12-15, this service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourself, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ, and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. What Paul is pointing us to is the teaching of Jesus, that uh, his followers would be known by how they love one another. So this act of giving and serving one another 
is evidence of God's work within us. And it results, as he says here, in even a greater gift of praise to God. So second, apart from uh, how our charity and our generosity and service should stem from love to one another, second thing that we learn from this text is Christ is our model for generosity. (laughs) He's our model for just about everything in the Christian life, but he is also our model for generosity and for service to one another. 2 Corinthians 8, 8 through 9, Paul says, I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. So today I invite you to, first and foremost, just reflect on the generosity, the the charity, the grace of Christ in how he made himself poor for your sake, that through his poverty we might become rich. And therefore we can demonstrate our love for one another by being generous to one another just as Christ did for us. Also, does your love for one another in the community of faith lead you to be generous with your time, your talent, and your treasure? Spend a moment just reflecting on your acts of service and generosity within the church. Are they motivated by genuine love for one another or something else?